Welcome to The Higher Self and I, your go-to podcast that will release you of your victim mindset and become your one-way ticket towards the mind-blowing results you desire in your life and your business. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, mindset and business mentor, ready to help you unlock your mindset into gear and empower you to step into the person you always knew you were meant to be, a badass CEO who is here to claim her freaking millionaire life. Ready to find out what life could be like if you just did the thing? Let's go, baby. Hello, gorgeous lady, and welcome to 2024. I cannot believe we're here. Where the hell did 2023 go? Is anyone feeling the same? Because I practically blinked. I practically blinked and we're here in 2024. I am very, very excited for 2024. I love, I love the number two and four. There's something about it. It feels really good. (laughs) And I know it is going to be a huge year for you, a huge year for me. And you are in the right place today because today I am going into some of my subconscious hacks that you can use for the most epic 2024. If you followed me for a while, you know that I am an NLP master practitioner. I also have my masters in hypnotherapy. So I do a lot of work with the subconscious and it really has been the crux of my success so far and will carry on (laughs) to be the crux of my success um, and helps my clients in so many incredible ways. And actually what I thought I would do for this episode today is give you some of the tools that I use, that I use daily, that I use weekly, that I use monthly, that I use every single year to create the success that I want, but also some of the tools that I actually pass on to my clients as well. We obviously won't be going as in-depth as I go to, I go to with my clients, but I think just understanding some of the hacks that I use, some of the subconscious tools that I use and how I use them and why I use them, I think would just be such an incredible episode for you to get your teeth into, especially moving into 2024 and really stepping into that identity that you have been craving. You know, we get very reflective during this time. We get very introspective during this time. We look back on the year, maybe with incredible memories, maybe with beating yourself up. However you've looked at 2023, we we do get to this point of the year <laughs> where we start to go a little deeper and I think a lot of the deepness comes from the the kind of reflection and the comparison and all of the all of those things that come into play when we look at what we have and what we haven't achieved and I think it's time to almost have a little look at a bird's eye view because I don't get that I don't get that reflective this time of year. And I think because we put so much pressure on, and I'll, this is the reason why, we put so much pressure on it being the end, the end of the year and the start of a new year. And oh my God, will I be able to repeat what I did uh, last year? Will I be able to do more than I did last year? And like we start to put these really weird timelines on ourselves, these really weird scopes on what we have or haven't achieved. And, you know, we start to 
bring time into the equation a lot more than any end of the month during the year. And I think part of the fact that I don't spend so much time in reflection, and this isn't me saying that reflection isn't good, like it definitely is, but I think sometimes we can get so bogged down when actually shouldn't we be playing in the, well, what could happen today and what could be tomorrow and what can I do um, this month? You know, we don't have to put these like huge timelines on ourselves. And I really wanted to just say that today to start off with because I know on the feed is, you know, it's ridiculous at the moment, isn't it, with the reflections and how much I've made and what this looks like and what my year was for me. And and that's all great, but don't get bogged down in the timeline that that's giving you or the comparison that might be coming through right now. Like, just give yourself a bit of a breather. Give yourself a bit of a break. It, I mean, who did the day change today? Like, did the day change when the clock stru- struck 12? you know, it's the same as a birthday. It is the same as growing a year older. Like it still feels the same, right? (laughs) Still feels the same the next day. So try and just release that pressure a little bit. So looking at your subconscious, I think sometimes the pressure does come from that. You know, the pressure is coming from the stories. The pressure is coming from the um, patterns. The pressure is coming from the beliefs that you may have ingrained in there. And our subconscious is obviously running 95% of the day. You know, it is, we are behaving from our subconscious beliefs. We are behaving from our stories. We are taking actions from what we believe. The results that we're getting is coming from our thoughts and our feelings. So actually, when we can start to get into the subconscious and when we can start to use these hacks, the, the, the better we'll get in understanding both us and understanding why you're thinking the way you're thinking, why you have the patterns, why you're having the stories, why things are repeating, but equally to be able to move forwards because our brain is neuroplastic, we can change it at any given moment and it's not simple, it's not the click of the fingers, it takes training, it takes repetition, it takes muscle memory, it takes being very conscious about it And that's what I want to talk about today. So I have got six subconscious hacks for you to use to have the most epic 2024. So let's dive in. Number one, and this is work that I've been doing on myself for a very, very long time. And I still do work on this now is understanding the parts of you. Now, parts is something that I use with my clients' parts work. And what it is, it's kind of the approach to explore and understand different aspects or parts of you that kind of make you. And these parts may have distinct feelings, beliefs, functions, and they can show up at any given time. Now, I always say to my clients, when we're not playing from your higher self, the calm, the confident, the capable, the curious, all of the C's, when we're not playing in that space, when we're not in the energy of calm, confident, capable, curious, we actually are in a part. So if you feel that you are overwhelmed, that is a part that's come in and stepped in as you, and it's playing overwhelmed. 
I always say this to my clients. I like it to um, Harry Potter, <laughs> you know, when he kind of gets taken over and it's like, <sighs> and then they become some, something else, like they become another person. That is the part taking over and then the part is leading your actions, is leading your behaviors. So a lot of the time when, like I said, when we're not playing from our higher self, when we're not playing from the seas, you are in a part and it's okay. You know, parts are here to protect us. That's exactly what they are here to do. They've come in, they've come in at a time of your life where something may have felt threatening or scary or pushed you out of your comfort zone or it felt uncomfortable whatever that is and we you know we can do work this is what I do within my one-to-one container is understand where these parts stepped in what are they protecting you from etc but they're here because they're just trying to protect you so when you're trying to do something new when you're trying to for instance put in a new habit because that's what you've put in for 2024, a part might step in that is distress or overwhelm or anger or any of the feelings that you have is usually a part stepping in. So what I like to do, first of all, is really understand them. I have many, many parts, (laughs) many, many parts, and we can have protector parts and we can have firefighting parts. There's a lot of different parts that play. Sometimes they tag team. I have three very distinct parts that come in and they tag team each other. And sometimes I don't even realize it's happening until I go, oh, okay, hang on. I'm currently playing from a part let me have a conversation with them, let's do some work with them, let's talk to them, let's understand what they are showing up to because all they're doing is to shield you from vulnerability or harm or emotional pain and actually a lot of the time these parts often develop strategies or behaviors to maintain a sense of control or safety. So a lot of the time if you feel that you are in the like the safety if you feel that you're just you know you're like wow I've hit the same amount of money for the like 17th month like there's obviously something going on here it's jet sometimes most of the time a part that's coming in that's acting as the protector we also have the firefighting parts there's a lot that we go into and I'm not going to go into all of it in the today's podcast um but it's very important to start to get to know your parts and this is one of the subconscious hacks that i use day in day out so when i'm not playing from my higher self when i'm not in my higher self when i have you know something's come up or it's been triggered or whatever that is and a part has stepped in I always have a conversation with it. So, you know, really getting to know the part, really getting to know what they look like. It's a little bit like, I always say, the film Inside Out. Inside Out is a perfect representative of parts. You know, we have joy, we have sadness, we have anger. You know, you can see all of the parts and all of them are on the motherboard of the the girl's brain. And when something happens, one part steps in, takes over the board, bish, bash, bash, they've pressed the buttons and then she acts in that way. So actually getting to know the parts and getting to understand them and actually really talking to them allows them to understand that you're still in control, that you still lead the ship, that you're still standing at the front going, no, 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 hey, 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 hey. I know me. I'm currently back in my higher self. 
I am disassociating from you. I'm looking at you from a bird's eye view. I want to really understand why you're stepping in to protect me. But equally, here's what I have to say. And, you know, really nurturing them, really talking to them, really understanding why they're showing up. Because again, they're not showing up to piss you off. They're not showing up to hold you back. It might feel like that. It might really feel like that, but they're actually showing up to protect you. So one of the hacks that I use is literally speaking to them. You know, that internal dialogue. Really understanding the feelings, the thoughts, the behaviors, really understanding the role of each part, what they're stepping into, why they're trying to protect you from this. We've got lots of questions that I use with my one-to-ones, but like just really understanding is very is very much the first step. And I think what I want you to do now I've kind of opened your eyes to parts work is actually really have a little look over the next couple of days. So when you're not in higher self, calm, confident, curious, capable, when you're not playing from that, a part has stepped in. And what it does is it almost becomes um you almost dissociate from the feelings quicker um, because it almost becomes a little bit of a game with yourself and you're like oh hello overwhelm you're here again like didn't we just have a conversation it, it's quite a light-hearted way of actually speaking and feeling and understanding the emotions that are coming up so my hack number one is understanding your parts hack number two is sleep shifting now hear me out on this one. (laughs) When we are falling to sleep, you've probably heard me say this before, but we actually go through the brainwave states. So we go through alpha, which is usually when we are present, when a person is awake, but is in a state of relaxation. So, you know, meditating, daydreaming, which is our alpha. We then go into theta, which is where we're in that deep relaxation, creativity, that's where I take people into when we do hypnosis, when, when I'm doing hypnotherapy. And it's actually the early stages of sleep. And what that means is we actually take down the analytical mind at that point. So we actually can be very consciously in the subconscious. And then we go into delta, which is the slowest brain waves, And that's associated with deep, dreamless sleep, you know, the, the restorative sleep, the physical healing what you would do when you when you fall to sleep. So what happens when we're in bed and hopefully we all go to sleep every single night is we can actually start to sleep shift. And I do this all of the time. So because we're going into the theta brainwave state as we're falling to sleep, I will do a lot of subconscious work at this point. And to be honest, if I wake up in the night I will again do a lot of subconscious work. You know, when we've, you've woken up in the night, you're half asleep, half awake, or you're trying desperately to get back to sleep, you can actually use your subconscious to go, to get you back to sleep. It's very, it's, it's very cool. I've done it a lot, pretty much every night. I don't wake up every night, but if I, if I have, or when I'm falling to sleep, I will use this. So things such as repeating affirmations to yourself or repeating the way that you want to feel tomorrow or repeating a new identity that you want to step into. Maybe as you're repeating the affirmations, you are visualizing what your new life, what you want your new life to look like or how you want to show up in your business tomorrow or 
how you want to show up for your finances tomorrow. Because as we're going through that, like I said, we're consciously in the subconscious, which means it's a, just a beautiful way to actually use you falling to sleep as a subconscious hack. So a lot of the times I will repeat affirmations of new things that I'm stepping into or new things that I'm creating safety for within my subconscious. A lot of the times I will really look at some beliefs that's going on. You know, a, a lot of the time when when you wake up in the night, we have all of those horrible stories flooding. You hear a bang and you think someone's coming in, you know, all of those things. And actually, I start to really challenge those beliefs at that point in time you know when I'm falling to sleep um, or if I've woken up in the night I start to challenge those beliefs I start to do subconscious work on myself because we can literally use sleep as a shifting tool so what I want you to try and do tonight you know if you've got um, something you want to bring in if there's a visualization that you've got and you don't need anything in your ears you don't need music on you don't need a visualization track. I mean, you can if you want. And I say to my clients, a lot of my clients listen to the bespoke hypnotherapy tracks that I make them whilst they're falling to sleep. And they're like, but I fall asleep every time. And I'm like, no, it's still going in. You're okay. But we can actually start to shift your subconscious whilst you're falling to sleep. So tonight, pick a couple of affirmations that you want to bring in or a couple of mantras that you maybe are trying out for the new year. Maybe you've got a visualization in your head. Maybe there is a couple of subconscious beliefs that you want to work on and just start exploring it as you're falling to sleep. You know, as you're falling to sleep, just start exploring it, whether that's repeating the affirmations over and over again, really feeling them in your body as you're saying them. If you are challenging a belief, start to ask, where's this coming from? Like, who did I take this belief from? Like, <laughs> I mean, I can work through my subconscious beliefs very, very quickly because I've just done it for so many years. But, you know, it literally is just questioning. Coaching is just asking better questions. So as you're falling to sleep, if beliefs are coming up or if you have woken up in the middle of the night, you can use that. One thing that I do I mean, this is just, this sounds like I wake up every night. I really, really don't. <laughs> I, I genuinely do sleep through most nights. But if I have woken up in the middle of the night, I actually start repeating, it's so easy for me to fall back to sleep. Look how easy it is that I'm falling back to sleep now. Oh, it's so easy for me to fall back to sleep. And genuinely 10 out 10, it happens and I fall back to sleep. It is such a trick. Um, and just using your subconscious, just digging deeper and actually listening to it is just a, such a beautiful time to do it as you're falling to sleep. And to be honest, as you're waking back up because you'll be coming through the um, brainwave states as well. And just a little hack as well. Um, this isn't kind of as a belief system or, you know, anything of that shifting. <laughs> Me and Jack have this thing and I've done it for so, for so, so long now. Uh, where if I've put something somewhere or I can't remember where I've put it or I think I've lost it or I've, I've misplaced something, I will actually always ask my subconscious <laughs> and I'll be like, my subconscious will tell me where it is at the time I need to know it and genuinely happens all the time. I was trying to look for my camera the other day and um, I was just like, 
Christ, where the hell have I put it? I cannot find it anywhere. And I was like, subconscious, if you know where I put it, will you let me know? And I was just wandering around the house and boom, you left it in the glove box of the car. Down I went and it was in the glove box exactly where I'd left it. So that's just a funny little thing that you can try. The subconscious always knows it forgets nothing. It forgets nothing. So consciously we forget, subconsciously it is a hard drive that has remembered every single thing that you've done since the moment you took your first breath out of the womb. So that is one of the hacks that I use. If you misplace things all the time or you forget where you've put things, just ask your subconscious to lead you the way and it usually does. Funny story, I had a guy contact me when I was doing a lot of hypnotherapy work in Australia because he couldn't find his passports and he wanted he wanted me to hypnotize him to help him find his passports. I never did it, but I just thought it was hilarious that, you know, he went to the extent of trying to hire me to help him find his passports, but it works. It really does work. So really try the sleep shift in as you're falling to sleep, using your subconscious to really embed, get consciously in the subconscious you, you probably will wake up feeling very different. It might take a little while for you to start seeing the shifts, you know, one to two weeks, potentially maybe three, four, whatever. It looks very different for every single person that I work with, but it, it really is important, which brings me to my next hack, and that is repetition because the brain learns best from repetition. And I think a lot of the time when we're doing mindset work, yes, I can do timeline therapy on you and change your life very quickly from like one timeline therapy in session, but it's actually the repetition of the new beliefs that come next because the neural pathways that we create when you're doing subconscious work, the new stories, the new belief, the new identity, you have to practice it. It's the same as when you learned to ride a bike or the same as when you learned to drive a car. You didn't get in, drive the car on the first go and then never thought about it again. You had to be very conscious at doing something new. And I think a lot of the time people think that listening to the hypnosis track, yes, it does help or reading the book or journaling just this one time is going to help. It, it really does take energy, like consistent energy to shift your life. And I think a lot of the time people give up too quickly. People say, oh, well, I've tried, I've tried the subconscious work. I've tried the mindset work and it didn't work for me. And I'm like, well, how long did you stick to it? Because it works for everyone. <laughs> it just depends how much you step into it and it depends how much you dedicate the time to it. The clients who I work with who get the biggest results are the ones who take the time, are the ones who are consciously shifting into their new reality every single day. They're consciously getting curious and questioning the old beliefs. We have to keep shifting it back to the new neural pathways Otherwise, you will go back to old thoughts. You will go back to old beliefs. Like we can't eliminate them altogether. They're always going to be there. They're always going to be a path in your brain because they've wired together and fired together for so long. So actually, when we're setting up the new pathways, when we're setting up the new neural pathways of your new beliefs and your new identity and the new ways that you want to be, you have to be really conscious with it. You have to be so focused and put your energy into building that. You know, if you spent 20 years thinking the same belief, and then we've shifted to a new belief, 
we're going to have to do some groundwork to really embed that new belief so you don't go back to the old. So repetition for me is very important, which is hack number three. And that really ties me into um, number four, which is keeping it visual. The shifts that you are making, the beliefs that you are changing, the identity that you are stepping into, the habits that you've wanted to bring in, anything like that, we as human beings forget very easily. We want the path of least resistance and we want to go back to safety, to what we know, and we revert back very quickly. So if you've done this huge vision board and set all these goals and mapped it all out but then you shut your computer down and you don't look at it for another month guess what (laughs) like you need to make sure that you keep it visual and not only keeping it visual what I say to my clients is if it's post-it notes if it's alarm on your phone if it's um, a picture somewhere if it's a word somewhere like whatever that looks like just start to pop these subliminal messages into your day like subliminal messages into your day because you will be very subconscious during your day with 5% conscious. So you're going to be very subconscious throughout most of your day. So actually help yourself out, you know, put it somewhere that you can see, read your goals every morning, visualize every morning, whatever it looks like for you, write them out every morning, but make sure they're in your psyche. Make sure that you're refreshing your memory every single day twice daily, three times daily, however many times that you need, because again, your subconscious will just go back to what you know, what it was like, what you were doing before. So anytime you're bringing in a new habit, you know, when I was doing a lot of weight loss hypnotherapy, I would get my clients to put water bottles in every single room that they go in. I would have a water bottle in their car, a water bottle on their desk, a water bottle at their bedside, to remind them to drink more water. It was that physical cue for them to drink more water. So what physical cues can you put into your day? What subliminal messages can you put into your home, (laughs) into your office, onto your phone, where you see them and you'll probably see them very subconsciously, but again, boom, it just reminds you. This is why I always use colors with my clients. Whenever I um, ask them to do a bespoke hypnosis questionnaire so I can record a track for them, I always ask them a color. And there's a reason why, because I embed the color into the changes that we're making. And every time they see that color moving forwards, they get reminded of the changes that we're doing. It's a little, very simple trick, but there's so many of my clients that are like, oh my God, Beck, I have seen so much turquoise blue today it's ridiculous but every time they see turquoise blue we have trained the subconscious to remind them of all the positive things that we're creating within their subconscious mind so really using that as a hack keep it visual how many subliminal messages can you put you know in your house when I was doing a lot of subconscious shifting for me and a couple of patterns that were constantly repeating back in 2020 I had post-it notes everywhere, (laughs) like everywhere and not so much now, but like it was, it really worked for me. Like it really worked to just keep reminding me, just to keep reminding of that. That's why I'll always have a post-it note around my computer of what we're working on. That's why I'll always check my click up in the morning. That's why I have the vision boards. Like 
you can create these things, but make sure you bloody do something with them, (laughs) you know, use them as a subconscious hack rather than just doing it and then never looking at it again. So I think I've gone through all of them. (laughs) I think I've gone through all of them. I like mixed a few in with a few others, but I hope these hacks have helped. I definitely think go back, write them down, understand, kind of try them out. Some will really work with for you. Some, you know, some might work more, some might work less. It really does depend on the person and how you learn. Are you a visual learner? Are you an auditory learner? You know, like there's a lot of different intricacies within this. And this is why I love working so closely with my one-to-ones because I really use the subconscious work that I do bespoke for how they are as a CEO and how they are as a human. But These are the hacks that I've been using for years that really allow and have allowed me to change not only my business, but my life as well. So understand your parts, keep it visual, do some sleep shifting, repetition, all of those juicy bits, they're going to have such an impact on how you start showing up, how you start seeing your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and your results. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you for the next one. Your love and support means the absolute world to me with this podcast. So if you have enjoyed the episode today, please make sure that you are sharing or reviewing or even rating the podcast because it allows me to get into more ear rolls. Now, if we're not connected on Instagram, head over and add me at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. Come and say hello. I'd love to see you there and I will see you on the next episode.